Zuck with head coach Mark Jackson. I don't go with what the norm is. My goal from day one is to not be an average coach. Pull up three. Good. Now here's Mr. T on the Sports Ray Rado, Tom Tolbert back with you. It's now time for the Mark Jackson Show, brought to you by Stanford Hospital and Clinics, the official team physicians of the Golden State Warriors. To learn more, visit Stanford, but visit, there we go, visit stanfordhospital.org. Coach, what's going on? All is well. Thanks again for having me. Well, thank you for showing up. I always appreciate that. You're two for two, on time and ready to go. I like that about you. You've known me a long time, man. I'm going to be a pro about it. I know you are. I know you were always there. Was, practice was at 11 o'clock down at the sports arena. Mark was there at 11 o'clock, ready to go, shoes tied, eager for practice, because Clipper practice was always a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so give us the uh, just give us a scoop on Andrew Bug. We found out he's not going to play for the next uh seven to ten days. Take us back, if you could, Coach, to before you decided to put him out there on the court. What did the x-rays say about the ankle? What did the MRIs say about the ankle? What did he look like in practice? And what did he say about the ankle? Well, you know, initially we, we've gone through a whole, you know, process of obviously after the surgery, rehab, uh, massages and uh, strength and conditioning and all the things we're supposed to do. Uh, we got to a point where we built it up, um, no contact on the court. Uh, went from there to, uh, live drills, went from there to one on one, uh, then two on two, three on three, and we built up to five on five. We started half court and then we built up to full court. Um, so we, we were very patient with it and it got to a point where we built it up where, okay, now it's time to, actually get to a game situation and with with uh minimizing his minutes on the court uh, and the goal was 20 minutes and things were going well and he looked very good um you know obviously not Andrew Bogut's standards but he was very uh effective for us on the court gave us great minutes the Sacramento game closed out very well uh last night played very well uh in in, in the short minutes with five assists and uh, did some very good things. At the end of the day, though, the frustration of not being who he's used to being and not having the same impact and also not having the same explosiveness on the court uh, just led us to come to this conclusion. Is, you know, we, we plateaued as far as where he is right now. Now it's best to take a, a, a second breath and allow him seven to ten days to, to try to get it stronger and, and see where we're at after that. Was the ankle, as far as you guys were concerned medically, 100% before the Phoenix game, and you just at some point, and I said this before uh, before you came on, Jack, and start the show, that sometimes you just have to, you have to take the athlete's word for it. You have to ask them, how are you feeling? Do you feel good? Do you feel ready to go? Do you feel like you're 100% when the evidence you have suggests that the ankle is 100%? Is that about what happened? The ankle looked good to you guys, and he was performing well in practice, and then you just have to ask him, how do you feel? When he says, I want to get out there and play, you have to trust that he's ready to go. Yeah, the, the, you know that's pretty much exactly what happened. Um, the ankle did say 100% as far as the doctor's concerned, the expert's concerned. We did know that there was going to be 
you know, a, a process as far as scar tissue and wear and tear and getting it back to full strength, but there was never a concern of any more damage being done to the ankle. Now it's a question of here's a big guy that hasn't played since January. There's going to be some pain. There's going to be, you know, a level of, you know, being uncomfortable, and he's going to have to deal with it. That being said, you know, we said all along we're going to use the eye test. We're mm-hmm. also going to listen to the doctors, the trainers, the experts, and then more importantly, we're going to listen to him. And he's not feeling 100%, and he wants to take time to, to, to get it right. Um, and, and, and at the end of the day, that's, that's exactly what we're going to do. Give him this time. We'll do everything we can to get him stronger, get him more, feeling more confident and comfortable on the court, and then we'll make a, a judgment call after that. Did he come to you and say, I'm not 100%? Or did you go to him and say, it doesn't look like you're 100%? Who who copped to what first? Well, I'm, I'm constantly asking him, and so, so are you know, Bob Myers, uh, our training staff, the doctors. We're constantly uh, asking him how he's feeling because at the end of the day, we want to protect him. And not yet has he been 100%. We know that by, you know, putting him out there 20 minutes and also just by his play. Uh, he's not playing up to the standard that he expects of himself. We knew putting him out there for this 20-minute uh, you know, maximum amount, a uh, 20-minute uh, ballpark amount, that he wasn't going to beat Andrew Bogut that we traded for. But we stayed true to the process, understanding that we're building this thing for the future, uh, for his future and for the future of this organization. Uh, at the end of the day, he is experiencing some stiffness, and uh, we want to make sure that, 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 that he feels comfortable on the floor. We feel confident that we have guys that can step in and do the job and, and hold the fort down. So we don't want to rush it. The selfish thing would, would be to say, hey, keep on playing. Don't worry about it. You know, we're going to be fine. But we want to, we want to, across the board, everybody feel comfortable with what we're doing. Talking to Mark Jackson, head coach of the Golden State Warriors. Before we move on to last night's game, which I want to ask you about, Coach, did you – did you – think before this happened that you wanted to make sure he was 100% before you put him out there or did you say if you think you are 100% we'll put you out there no you know you say you want him to be 100% that being said he's not going to be 100% when he steps on the court after not playing uh, since January Mm -hmm. Um, you understand there's going to be a process what you want to do is make sure he's he's close to 100% He's done some things in practice to show you that he can be effective on the court and then um, make sure that no damage can be done uh, further uh, with the surgically repaired uh, foot if he goes out on the floor. And we were comfortable with, with, uh, with you know, what the doctor said, what the trainer said, what the strength and conditioning coach said, what he said. And uh, if we had to do it all over again, we'd probably do the same thing. Because at the end of the day, he had to get to a point where he felt confident coming back, and then he can handle you know a level of, of stiffness or pain. Because you got to get past that in mm-hmm. order to get back to where he wants to be. Well, I think there's a good chance that you could have waited a month to not play him, and he still may have gone through the exact same thing he's going through now because you can play one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three, you can practice. You can't really simulate game situations, the quick explosions you need to make on defense, the quick explosions you need to make 
to rebound, and I think there is a decent chance, and this is obviously just my speculation, but he could have waited a month to play, and he still may have had the same deal that he's having now where he's trying to break down some of that scar tissue and get ready for for game action. I mean, who knows if that would have been the case, but it could have been the case. No, you make a great point, and I agree. Uh, Being uh, a guy that hasn't played since January, this was going to be part of the process. Uh, whether it was going to be in practice or whether it was going to be in games, he had to break up, you know, scar tissue and, uh, and, and get back comfortable on the court. But, you know, part of the pain was going to be the process of, of not having played and also the scar tissue. So I think what has happened is we got to the point now where we've dealt with that. Now let's go back to, to strengthening, uh, his foot all over again and getting him to a place where we don't have to go through this as much. Um, one last thing on Boga, at least from my standpoint, as, as I look at the schedule ahead, if he's ready in seven days, it's the start of a three game in four night roadie. Are you more inclined to have him sit those three out, which would make it 10 or 11 days just to be on the safe side, even if he tells you he's ready after seven? Oh, we're going to play a smart and I haven't looked that far ahead. But we're going to play it smart and make sure uh, that we put them in the best possible position to to be effective. Uh, we'll look at the schedule. We'll look at you know also how he's feeling and what the doctors are saying, and then we'll act accordingly. But we are not in a rush to get him back on the floor uh, until he's comfortable and confident that, that that he can play and and play at a, a level where you know he believes you know he's happy with, and and, and obviously we will be. Hey, Coach, last night's game, fourth quarter, you guys had the big lead. They came back on you. Then you immediately extended it in the fourth quarter. It seemed like you made a real concerted effort to post up. David Lee posted up on the left block. Carl Landry posted up. Harrison Barnes looked good on the post up. In fact, I was a little – I didn't think you had to embarrass C.J. Miles quite like you did. I thought that was a little embarrassing (laughs) fouling him out like that. But anyway, I've been there before. I was like, Coach, stop going at me for crying out loud, okay? I just want to play a couple minutes here. <laughs> was that something you saw, you know, during the course of the game? Was that the game plan going in, or based on what you had out there and they had guarding you, you thought the best option was just to keep pounding the post? No, I thought exactly um, what I saw on the on the floor. Uh, we had matchup problems with them defending us on the block uh, all night long. When you when you lose a Anderson Verajao an elite rebounder and a big-time defender, um, that gives us an edge. They had guys that were younger and also in foul trouble that, that had to guard David Lee and also Carl Landry. So we felt strong about our advantage that way. And then they, they put a smaller guy on Harrison Barnes and Booby Gibson. Uh, and at times it was uh, Sloan and at times it was weighted. So we wanted to make a conscious effort to take advantage of our size and the uh, ability to score on the block. It was a it was a, a good way for us to stop the bleeding because they had put together a heck of a run, and we wanted to get high percentage offense. A couple things before I let you run, Coach. Should they find players who raise three fingers after they make a three if they bank it in? <laughs> I say suspend them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I hate, I hate the three fingers anybody, but you can't do it when you bank a damn shot in. 
It's just ludicrous. So, mean to do it. Suspension and fine is what we're looking at. <laughs> and I'm not, I won't ask you. I don't think I've ever asked you for anything. I'm going to ask you for one thing and one thing only. Can you please, please implore whoever's doing this over at the uh, Oracle, stop playing music during the damn basketball game. Just stop it. The basketball game should be enough to entertain those that are at the game or those that are watching. I don't need to listen to Carly Rae Jepsen sing Call Me Maybe during the middle of a basketball game. <laughs> Is there anything we can do about that? No music during the game. Timeouts good, halftime good, before the game good, after the game good, not during the game. I am so into the game and making decisions that I have not noticed, but... <laughs> You sound like a, a old grouch, man. I mean, <laughs> That's a race. Oh, what is going on, man? Race that I turned into my dad today. Yeah, you had music playing when we were playing video games. Well, that was video games. That wasn't on the court. And I would have noticed because I wasn't playing. I would have noticed they were playing music. <laughs> he wants to know if you can get this done. I will look into Yes, it. yeah, it's not it. happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. Yeah. There's yeah, not yeah. That's all I want is an inquiry. It's part of the entertainment, man. It's part of the entertainment. It's embarrassing. The basketball oh. game should be entertainment enough for crying out loud. And if I'm turning into my dad, I'm turning into my yeah. dad. You know what? You're Play a- the game, watch the damn game, enjoy the damn game. You're getting free pizzas. <laughs> you're getting dunking fools off trampolines. You're getting people spinning plates on chopsticks. You're getting all that crap. You don't need music during the game. Just throwing a bike cracky and you're... you're <laughs> I mean, dogs, tell you what, dogs that can walk on their front feet between quarters. I mean, we're giving you everything you need. You don't need music for crying out loud. You're a busy man. Have Myers take care of it. Man, I am so looking forward to talking to Tom Tobin next week because he missed out this week. I don't know what this old grouch is that I'm doing interview with. Uh, I'm, just, uh, I'm just old school. That's what I am. I'm old school. No, no you're not old school. You're one-room schoolhouse school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Hey, Mark, really appreciate the time. Uh, hopefully see Bogut on the court in a week or so, and best of luck down in L.A. We'll look forward to seeing you back up here in Denver and look forward to talking to you again next week, man. Absolutely, man. Be safe. Thank All right, Jack, take it easy. Head coach of the Golden State Warriors. Damn, he called me out. That's two people that called me old today. Oh, well. If that, well, if that means I'm old, then I'm old. <laughs>